Hi, this is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. This is my first for 2020. Tonight, I'm your host, Joe Catrocci, and today I am joined by our one of our producers extraordinaires uh one of our mickey dudes commentators uh mr jeff williams from houston texas who just recently returned from walt disney world jeff what's going on <laughs> flash photography i wouldn't it alters the homing signal and that's not good it was hot and, uh, it was hot it, down there <laughs> it was nice over new year's um yeah. i want to say i was in the tampa slash daytona beach area for the holiday season and uh i enjoyed it being in the mid 80s it was right. uh cha- it was chamber of commerce weather many days had the motorcycle out <laughs> nice. so uh, so but you did you have a good new year besides that oh yeah yeah it was, it was really good uh i got a couple of rise the resistance rides in so that, that was sweet accomplishment <laughs> did you actually get through without being evacuated i'm seeing uh as of when we're recording the show on uh january 8th it's uh being evacuated again <laughs> as we speak so. oh no no one day so I mean, we can talk about it on another show, but basically uh, one day did get axed because uh, it was down half the day. But the good news is if somehow you get in a boarding pass group, boarding group, not a backup boarding group, but an official boarding group, and they don't get to you that day, they will get you a free fast pass for the next day, any time. Um, and technically they say any ride you want, so you don't have to ride Rise of Resistance, but you'd be crazy not to. <laughs> so, but anyway, it, it was cool. We got to just w- waltz right in and ride it then. But, uh, no, it's functioning really, really well when we rode it. It's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. So let me ask you a question. Am I crazy? Like I said, as we're recording this, it's a Wednesday, January 8th. I'm going to be traveling down to Walt Disney World for Marathon Weekend 2020. And is it crazy? Everybody knows I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but I'm more excited about seeing Riviera than I am about Rise of Resistance. Am I, am I nuts or? <laughs> no, I mean, you're going to, you're actually, you know, we got to see it a few times this, this trip too. And it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing place. Well, you know, if I'm hosting a show, you know, it's uh, we're doing some kind of DVC show. And uh, speaking of DVC, one of our sponsors, DVCresaleMarket.com. Uh, we like to have our our favorite co-hosts from uh, our DVC world. Tonight we got Derek and Marissa joining us. Derek and Marissa, what's going on, guys? Happy New Year! Hi. First of all. Yeah. Hey. Happy New Year to y'all. We're so glad y'all. So many of you have come down here to Florida, and you're coming down to Florida. It's the perfect, perfect time of year. Well, I appreciate you getting the weather geared up for me. You know, it's, uh, it's a <laughs> you're welcome. Can. Yeah, it's you sent me 800 here. emails. Yeah, 800 emails saying I'm going to be running. Would you make sure the weather is not freezing cold, no snow, make it balmy and perfect, and meet me at mile 12 with a big bottle of water? Yeah, happy yeah. to do it. That or maybe a tequila or something. I don't know. Sorry, I was trying to act all politically correct. <laughs> We'll call it as is, you know, listen, run Disney events, you know, they're notorious for mile 25, people stopping in Mexico and grabbing a margarita or a tequila or something and crossing the finish line with, a, with an icy cold adult beverage. So uh, 
you know, that's what makes Run Disney uh, special. But uh, but yeah, so uh, Derek and Mercer from DVCResaleMarket.com. And, you know, just to be upfront, they are a sponsor of our show. And because of them and their company, uh, they make our show possible. So if you're in the market for Disney Vacation Club, uh, especially for, for the resale stuff, if you're a new owner or looking to add on to your existing contract, which all of us have Adonitis. We've all been guilty of it. Uh, check out their website, dvcresellmarket.com. Uh, check out their current listings. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Riviera tonight, and believe it or not, um, they did, uh, as of yesterday, have Riviera resale um, listings on there, and we were just informed a few minutes ago by Marissa that it was actually sold already? They are sold, yeah. They sold within 24 hours of listing, so they moved quick. And actually, we just got it. We were laughing because... As we were on the podcast, we got an email request in our company system. Somebody said, hey, I'm looking to buy 175 Riviera. So if there's a new one pop up, it'll likely sell as well. Yeah. And if anyone out there has Riviera <laughs> that literally hasn't even used it yet and said, I think I need to sell it, give us a call. <laughs> Somebody's waiting for it. Not even open a month and already be <laughs> on a resale market. So, yeah, check them out. Uh, they also have a great app. It's on the uh, Google Marketplace and the Apple App Store. So check out their app. It's uh, great when you're standing in line at the parks and you've got Adonitis. You can check out what's available. Uh, <laughs> you, can also, uh, you can also, if you want to do it the old-fashioned way, give them a call at one eight four four dvc pros uh, And I believe they're still celebrating their five-year anniversary. So uh, they've been around. they sold a lot of contracts, and they're going to continue. You just sell them. So uh, they're a great sponsor of ours. We appreciate them and uh, tell them Mickey Dude sent you. Also, uh, we want to also thank our other sponsor, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company. Uh, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea for DVC members. If you're in the parks, TV 20% discount at retail locations throughout Walt Disney World and Disneyland. So uh, we love the company. We love. Uh, we also love their coffee. We talk about it all the time here. So uh, check them out, joffreys.com. Um, also check them out all over uh, Walt Disney World. They have kiosks. Everywhere, um, great coffee, great products, donuts, pastries. Uh, if you want a snack in the park, no better place than Joffrey's Coffee and Tea uh, in the parks than Joffrey'sCoffee.com. So, all right, so so good. Uh, so good. Yeah, I mean it's it's great. I mean it's uh, I love it. You know, especially when you go out to like a nice dinner, uh, California Grill. You know, they have like their own blend, Citricos. I like that each nice signature restaurant has their own blends. So, uh, you know, it makes it you know it makes a, a cup of coffee. Uh, you know, it's not just a cup of coffee; it makes it an experience. So. But uh, so, yeah, so today we uh, brought our DVC experts on the show. We want to talk about Disney's newest DVC property, which opened in December on December 16th of 2019. It's uh, Disney's Riviera Resort. Just a few quick pa- uh, facts about the resort. It's the 15th DVC resort to open. It's located in the Epcot Resort area, and it's got approximately 300 rooms. And they range from the much discussed Tower Studios, which there's only a handful of those. Uh, with those beds that come down off the wall, two uh, deluxe studios <laughs> and one and two bedroom villas. Is there also three bedroom grand villas? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. There are, yeah. And there's three bedroom grand villas as well. So uh, it's a DVC only resort. However, there are cash rooms available um, to, yeah, I guess, purchase. Uh, I guess, per Florida law, they have to have, uh, Disney has to have so many cash rooms. So even if you're not a DVC member, you can still pay cash to stay at Riviera. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. <laughs> Disney will still take your money. Exactly. <laughs> and the prices are a little, they're a little up there. You know, they're up in the very deluxe category uh, for yeah. pricing. So up there with the contemporary and Grand Floridian prices and Polynesian prices. But, uh, and it's an inspired uh, European Riviera theme. And it kind of goes back uh, some of the things I've read about. Uh, it's inspired by Walt and Lillian Disney's travels throughout the Mediterranean and Europe. And, you know, it's French, French inspired and Italian inspired. So I have yet to see the resort 
myself in person. I'm excited to go see it um, this this coming weekend. Jeff, uh, just returning from his trip, has seen it. Um, Marissa and Derek, I believe, have been in the neighborhood of the resort. Uh, and we've all seen a lot of vloggers and bloggers post many, many uh, yes. videos and articles about it all over social and YouTube and those kind of things. So uh, if you we just touch base a little bit on the resort itself, and then we'll go into what we think uh, is going on with the selling of the contracts and resale and the Skyliner and all kinds of stuff with it. So, uh, Jeff, you uh, just visited um, Riviera. You were just in Walt Disney World. Tell us a little bit about your your you know, your thoughts about it and what you guys did and did you eat there and what you saw. And, and Derek and Marissa, just j- jump in whenever you want to add something to uh, whatever Jeff's saying here. Perfect. Yeah, basically, it's, it's, uh, it's obvious – when, once you see it and once you experience it, it's uh, Disney's attempt at a uh, full-on deluxe uh, hotel slash resort. Uh, that's DV- also, by the way, DVC. But uh, it it was very elegant. Uh, you, you roll up um, to the hotel, and it's it's an elevated entrance, so it kind of feels like a lot of their their other uh, properties, uh, like maybe Animal Kingdom Lodge or or. Um, uh, Kidani, uh, because you enter on either. I think this is the you enter on the third floor as well. Maybe I'm not sure. Uh, maybe second floor. But uh, anyway, it's it's beautiful inside. It's it's definitely a um, lot of um, uh, ele- elegant throwbacks to uh, Walt and um, uh, Lillian's um, uh, days uh, trips over to the to Europe. Uh, a lot of pictures, portraits of them everywhere. Um, but the I've heard somebody say this before, and and I kind of agree. the The lobby was a little under. It's kind of intimate. It's not. It's not some bombastic giant uh, vaulting lobby, but uh, it's a very intimate, uh, beautiful lobby. Um, you uh, can go down the stairs. Just it made me feel just like I'm at uh, Kadani. I mean, uh, not Kadani, but uh, Jumbo House. Either Kadani or Jumbo House, because. It had that same feel to it, uh, actually more Kadani because it was like an intimate uh, lobby. But you go down to go out to the outside with with all the uh, activities. Um, they have bocce ball and a full size chess set and um, d- tons of uh, water play stuff. Um, but uh, and then a sandy beach actually or sandy uh, area that you can kind of hang out with. And man, we had a blast just hanging out every, all throughout that whole space. But uh, but we uh, ended up having a uh, New Year's Day brunch on uh, at Topolino's Terrace at the top. Uh, it's a uh, it's a one way elevator uh, ride just to the restaurant. So if you're not going to the restaurant right if you come off the elevator, it's just the restaurant up there. So uh, they meet you and it's it's a beautiful restaurant. Uh, so the mornings are breakfast uh, slash brunches are uh, character meals. So it's uh, you know Mickey and Minnie and uh, Donald and uh, Daisy in kind of like uh, art artist uh, gear. <laughs> uh, they have beautiful uh, gowns and outfits. Uh, but the the one thing that struck me was the views. The views are pretty uh, amazing. You can uh, take it all in. It's got a uh, I think about a 180 degree viewing vantage point, and it's got a terrace as well. You can go out and and view stuff. I wasn't there at night, but I've definitely got friends who stayed, went and looked, and 
at night you can watch fireworks. I think all three uh, parks that have fireworks, you can see it from that vantage point. But uh, uh, but it's a, it's a beautiful resort. Um, I, I could definitely see myself staying there someday. Uh, the uh, we we took the uh, actually did take the Skyliner there, so um, that is a really convenient. I mean, I did not think about this, but their their Skyliner uh, walk path is covered. So uh, the other resorts do not have covered. Uh, walkways uh, to the Skyliner, so this that's a huge uh, advantage. I would definitely say, uh, if any kind of rain kicks up, you have you no worries. You don't have to worry about uh, trying to trudge your way through the rain to get to your hotel. But uh, but it, all in all, it was just it's just a beautiful Disney uh, resort that uh, I I haven't stayed in any of the rooms, but it looks like they hit it out of the park for sure. <laughs> Now, Jeff, did it, did it have like that stuffy kind of feel that like the Grand Floridian? At least a lot of people say the Grand Floridian has. Yeah, no, I think one of the reasons is it's a, a more intimate, smaller lobby, so it's not grand uh, in with you know many um, like the Grand Floridian has all those different levels and then live band and everything playing. You don't have all that going on, so. In that in that regards, it doesn't feel quite the same. But there's a lot going on because there's so many different. Uh, there's a quick service. There's a um, an acute store that you can go shop in that has uh, actually resort specific merch, which was really amazing. Um, they, yeah, they even had a lounge fly, uh, you know, a little backpack that was themed to just Riviera, which kind of blew my mind. But um, anyway, isn't but, there uh, a little bar? Like a bar kind of right off the lobby, I heard? Yes, definitely. Okay. Definitely a bar there. And there's an outdoor uh, covered lounge um, as well. Um, it's kind of a, I guess, an alcove kind of kind of place. Yeah. But uh, uh, lots of uh, places to eat and snack and <laughs> drink. So, yeah, it definitely be a cool place to hang out. Much, for my experience, much different from um, a lot of the DVC resorts. Um with so many different vari variables and things to do, I guess. Was it super busy? Because I've heard from a lot of folks that have been there because there's so much activity, let alone, you know, the resorts as full as they can possibly be, but they're also doing the DVC member tours where they're inviting members and everybody congregates in the lobby and then they take, take them up. So I, so I heard that that lobby can get, you know, quite um, festive. Oh, absolutely. I was there on New Year's <laughs> Day, too, so it didn't oh, okay. help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the extreme, then. <laughs> right. Shut that place down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It it, it definitely was a, a hustling, bustling, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> now, did, did, was there, like, a buzz, Jeff, in the air, like, with this resort being open? And, and what I mean is, and Derek and Marissa, I don't, from a DVC mm -hmm. contract point of view, I remember back, like I've, I've been an owner since 2014, so I've kind of I'm, I'm a newer owner, I guess per se, you know, compared to the you know the 27 years of DVC or 26 whatever it is. When Grand Floridian opened, there was a buzz. Yeah. When Polly opened, there was a wait list <laughs> when it opened. Is there is there a buzz with? I mean, I know there's we've discussed with the resale restrictions and all that stuff, but when this property finally opened. Jeff, did you see a buzz around the resort? And Derek and Marissa, do, have you guys in the contract real estate world that you guys are in, have you felt a buzz around this around this resort, like now that it's finally open and operating? Well, I, I did totally feel a buzz. In fact, I even considered buying there um, for sure. Um, I have my reasons why I'm not, I didn't buy there, but uh, it's just my own personal reasons. But 
No, there was. I think there was a big buzz uh, leading up to this because it is a deluxe resort style, and and you know, so um, I've, I've people considering it for sure. And, and once you visit it, I I think it's going to be a tough tough one to fight off that urge because that Skyliner is just. I never thought it would be such a hit, but it's pretty pretty uh, incredibly convenient. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think just if I can touch on just from a DVC sure. perspective, because I've actually been a vacation guide for, for quite some time. So even back uh, way back Wednesday when Animal Kingdom opened and I've been an owner since 1999. Um, and so I know that the, when Animal Kingdom opened and we started selling that, there was a huge buzz for that one. Uh, then you throw in Bay Lake Tower. That was a huge buzz for Bay Lake because that was the first resort for DVC that was going to be in the monorail. So every resort after that, it honestly, just like you kind of said, it kind of get bigger and bigger. And oh my gosh, it's the Grand Floridian. I can't believe it. And then, oh my gosh, they're building them at the Poly. And then they're going to build them here. And then they're going to go over there. So every resort seemed to kind of grow off of the last one. Because again, a lot of these resorts already had such love built into them. Right. So, I mean, even when you're talking about, say, a Copper Creek, people love the Wilderness Lodge, which I still call it the Wilderness Lodge because it's always <laughs> be the Wilderness Lodge. But people love that resort. Right. So even though we already had the DVC villas there, uh, there was such a love for that and the ability to, oh, my gosh, now I can maybe hopefully get in to be able to stay there. So they love that. So they added on DVC to these deluxe resorts that already had a really big, passionate fan base. But I can probably tell you, and I'm 100% honest here from my perspective, first and foremost, as a DVC owner, it's not my cup of tea. So I know, you know, I think that's why maybe, you know, Marissa and I love what we do so much is because, you know, we don't have to, quote unquote, you know, drink the Kool-Aid, you know, and tell you right off the bat. So, oh, this is Disney. This is everything is perfect for me as a member. It's just not my cup of tea, because I think when I go to Disney, uh, I love to be immersed in that Disney bubble. Right. So whether I'm going for a night, I love to be immersed in that bubble. I love to know that when you pass under those gates and you check into your hotel, right, that you don't have to see if you don't want, you know, the real world per se. So for me to have a resort that's, you know, kind of a high rise that overlooks, depending on where your room is, maybe overlooks the the beauty of I-4 and all the traffic here in Orlando. Um, and maybe you look over and see a moderate resort. That's great for some people. For me, I, it kind of takes me out of that bubble. But I think even from a buzz perspective, from a sales perspective, and Marissa and I, again, we, we worked at Disney for almost 20 years. We have a ton of friends that are still there as direct guides. And I think they're pretty honest with us, too, when it comes about to the actual sales numbers. Right. And I'll be honest, like we had the cool thing is we actually had a bunch of friends who were able to stay there during like the test days while they were testing out the rooms and all that. Yeah, rough. And I will say a lot of our friends who got to try out the room said like, this is going to be my new favorite DVC location. And Derek and I differ a little bit in style. So like style wise for me, I love what they've done, like with the rooms and the decor and all of that. Cause it's like touches a Disney, but not over the top. However, <laughs> where I want, I'm a Disney. Derek is like, he needs pics. He does like blowing in his face when he goes somewhere. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but I will say, what I, a lot of my friends who are, work directly for Disney have told us, and what we've seen in like the numbers and the reports, is that Riviera is one of the all-time lows in terms of sales that DVC has seen in a long time. And I think, to your point, it has the butt. So a lot of people are saying this is the most stunning Disney resort. It's really cool. It's different. It's unique. And it's the first, what, all original since right. what? Uh, what was the last Sar one? Since Saratoga, right? Saratoga. Saratoga. Yeah. Sar no, Sar 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 2005 or 2004. Well, Alani, but... It has oh, all the true. elements going for it in that sense. 
And so I think that makes it really, really special. But I think Disney created this huge wave of conflict when it comes to like that future fear of like, if I ever have to get out, what am I going to do? Because I bought it at this price and who knows what the resale. And unfortunately, we haven't seen enough of the resale market to give a true value of what we see and what right. buyers are going to pay. So that will come. And I think that will add clarity. Um, but right now it's that big unknown. So I think a lot of that has kind of hindered those sales because like we're the Grand Floridian, it was a no brainer. It's like, this is the classic, the crown jewel. It's stunning. The rooms are absolutely amazing. So I'm going to buy it. And the resale value, obviously you can see is selling way more now than what people paid for it. So it's a win-win. I think Riviera has those elements. And then the resale side is enough to kind of keep that fear in people, which is why I think personally they're experiencing a little lighter sales yeah. on the direct side. Well, one of the things that I, and taking in everything you guys just said, there was some recently released news that at the Skyliner Resorts, quote unquote, that they're going to be limiting some bus service to certain uh, theme parks. Essentially, it's going to be like every hour on every the hour. hour. Right. And from speaking to just family, like my sister-in-law, who's a big Disney person, um, you know, about this and she kind of read the same thing. We read the same news sites, you know, she doesn't like heights and that's why everybody mm -hmm. talks about, oh, I don't like heights. I don't like heights. The monorail is for the magic kingdom resorts, DVC resorts. Everybody loves the monorail. It's on a fixed track. Yes, it mm -hmm. has issues, but it's, it's on a track. This thing hangs from the sky. Now I have no problem on it. I'm sorry. I've gone skiing. I have no issues with it, but there are people who do have issues with this. Mm-hmm. Is the, is that going to is that going to is the I don't know why I want to put this is the Skyliner actually hurting Riviera? I don't know honestly if it's hurting. And is, and is this bus new bus policy going to hurt it even more if it does? Because people are like you know what I got to wait for a bus now and like yes there well, are other options you can take an Uber or <laughs> Lyft or minivan but right. like. You know, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? You see where yeah. I'm coming from with this? It's, it's, oh, a, it's a big question mark. It's a huge question mark. And it's also in the day and age that we live in, right? So if this was happening, say, 20 years ago, you know, maybe even 10 years ago, people will literally be able to go online and post pictures and say, oh, my gosh, I'm stuck in, you know, I'm stuck on the Skyliner. Or, uh, the, but this is what happens when they take the bus service away. Look at the line for the Skyliner, right? So people, it literally, if you want to get a negative story out there, within seconds of posting, you could actually have that, which is something that I think no other DVC resort has really kind of had to deal with. That I think in their eyes, when it came to selling the Riviera, it wasn't about the Skyliner was really selling the Riviera, but my God, did they play that up as gonna be a huge plus. A huge plus was, listen, you right next door to the Skyliner within, you know, walking distance to the Skyliner. Well, it's basically sold as like the third DVC location next to Epcot, right? So yeah. it's Boardwalk, Beach Club, and Riviera. And in the way they've sold the yeah. Skyliner. And I'm sorry, it's just me, but don't call it the, the, the Grand Floridian of Epcot. Don't call it, because to me, in terms of location, if you're talking about, if you want to play up a resort for Epcot, then you're talking about the beach club or you're talking about the boardwalk. Absolutely. Because nothing will ever, ever come close to that in terms of location. Sorry, Jared, so where, where do you own it? I own it the, I own it the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't get into the beach club or else I probably stay there more often. But that's where I think for the folks, you know, when it comes to the Riviera and certainly like Marissa said, you know, we just don't have enough Riviera. I think we've gotten two and we sold two and they both sold incredibly quickly just because of that, you know, novelty factor. I was telling someone the other day, you know, so many thousands of folks have that great phone app that you were talking about. So for those folks that get, you know, I think this week alone, 
we got over a hundred new vacation club listings just this week alone. So for those folks that get the app and, you know, like you said, standing in line at the park and you're getting the app, okay, here's another Saratoga, here's an Animal Kingdom, here's an Old Key West. All of a sudden to see that Riviera pop up, it's like, whoa, look, it's a Riviera contract. So I think there's a lot of that, you know, novelty factor right now, but certainly not enough, you know, for us to be able to see exactly what's going to happen with the value because there's not a day that goes by that Marissa and I do not get contacted. We've been contacted from people that are literally on tour at Walt Disney World in a parlor room trying to make a decision and they're on their phone on live chat trying to talk to us saying, you know, what is this I hear about these restrictions for the resale? We've had people contact us from the cruise ships and all of that. So it's definitely something that I think the company, you know, again, they chose to do it. Uh, They have to pay the price for the decision that they made, which again, at the end of the day, it's a very strange decision to me because I don't think it benefits anybody, you know, and I think we've talked about that quite a bit that I don't know who it actually benefits on being able to say, when you go to sell this, um, the people that buy it can't use it at any of the, you know, most beloved Disney vacation club resorts that ever existed. They could only use it for this one. So I, I, it's, it's going to be such a wild card thing to see what happens to it. But um, definitely, you know, things things change here on a daily, daily basis, because I you know, really wanted to throw out too. first and foremost, thank you guys for a great 2019. You guys are awesome partners of ours. And we love coming on the show. And we love when your listeners come on chat or send us emails and stuff saying, hey, we heard you guys on the Mickey Dudes podcast. And you guys are a huge reason that we had, you know, 3,690 contracts sold in 2019. So we can't thank you and can't thank your audience enough. So we look forward to getting um, even more done in 2020. So thank you, guys. Well, thank, thank you. I'm sure Jeff, you know, agrees with that sentiment. 100. Um, the, the going back to the uh, the contracts, though, um, I don't know. Like you said, you guys have sold two of them, and I know you probably per law can't disclose what you sold them for. The currently that the yeah. Yeah. DVC- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. I don't know because they weren't they were finished up, but right oh, now. Secret. D- no. D- Disney. No. <laughs> I was I was hundred percent sure. Uh, <laughs> Disney has uh, their points listed as one eighty eight per point. Um, can you guys disclose what those contracts sold for per point? Yeah. So the the most recent one. Let me pull it up here. That was the one. It was 160 points, was it not? It was. It, it was 160 points, so it didn't even get used, right? Yeah. So right. the person that it sold for 150 per point. 150 per point. So and and for a resale, I mean, that's pretty. That's I mean, very healthy. So it, it'll be interesting because that that's healthier than we thought. To be honest with you, we we actually estimated in the 120s to 130s. This Which, was sold above our, I, I mean, again, it's hard to estimate because we're just kind of yeah. <laughs> estimating. So this one sold above. It'll be interesting to see if that trend happens or continues to happen. But as of right now, that's a really healthy resell. Because I was saying that that's a pretty high. I think I think that's pretty high because, um, like you said, you've come on our show before saying, and I've heard it read in other places. You know, one twenties, one thirties. You know, so for only be, let's see, uh, almost four, like thirty eight dollars less than you know. Yeah. That's that's the, I mean over one hundred sixty point contract. That could save you a lot of money. So I mean it's it's a it's a decent chunk of savings right there. And if you're if you're and if you're sold and just staying at Riviera and that's like where do you want to buy into, you know, that's uh you know, it's gonna be like I said, I'm interested to see the trend too of like yes. even as a Saratoga owner, I remember when I bought my points have got up almost twelve, thirteen dollars a point since I bought back in twenty fourteen. So I'm curious to see how the trend for Riviera is gonna change from we're not even a month into it. 
I mean, no. that's, what, that's what's crazy. We're not even a month into this, and we're already seeing resale. We're already seeing higher. It's funny. We're seeing lower projections on what Disney's selling, but higher resale value than we, we had thought selling higher than what everybody thought it was going to. It'll be it'll be a great conversation when we come back the next time and say we have like 50 contracts to be able to go by versus just two because I well, think truly I, it's that novelty factor. A great right example now. like is Copper Creek. So when Copper Creek first hit the market, very similar, right? So a few of those yeah, popped yeah. and sold right away. And then we got this influx of Copper Creek where it was like, <laughs> oh no, not another person selling Copper Creek. Um, and then as of, I would say like last week, all of a sudden I went and looked at the site and our Copper Creek's are selling extremely fast. Yeah. The value has gone up. And again, thanks to Disney being in the mid 200s per point on Copper Creek. So their price increase obviously helps that resale side of it, but we've definitely seen that. So it's likely with Riviera and the first few are probably gonna pop right away. Then we're probably gonna tell you like seven months from now that we have so much Riviera, we don't know what to do. And, and, <laughs> and then at some point the value yes. will catch up to itself. And it seems like it always happens that too. I mean, we could go through literally every single resort and say, do you remember when such and such resort was so hot that as soon as we listed it, it sold within like a minute. And then all of a sudden, like people heard that <laughs> and then they all flooded us right. and we're swimming and listing them. We're like, no more, no more. And then it all bottoms out and then it levels up. And again, you can go on our website, which is awesome too. We have every month we do a great report of the average selling prices. And so you can actually look at it because the last one we did was for December. So you can actually follow it and say, I'm going to start with, you know, December, 2018. And I'm going to go through all the way each month and see what each and every resort, what the average selling price for each single resort. So you can see some go up, some go down a little bit, then they all come back up. But yeah, it's, it's really, really interesting stuff to be able to take a look at it. Cause man, I mean, I, I tell you, you never know what's going to happen here on a daily basis, which is nuts. That's the one great thing about your website, actually, is it's it's things are color coded too. So if if the listings have been released, if listings have been dropped, you know they've reduced the the price on certain you know <laughs> listings. It's like oh, it's been reduced here, and it's color coded, and it's easy to read. So we're um, gonna add smellivision next. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Listen, they got two and a half D in the park, so you guys could add smellivision to it. Right, I know. You know? Yeah, this smells I like a have... rosy deal right here. You know, it's twenty twenty. If I can get some colors to show me if something's been dropped and it's a better deal for me and i'm all for it i mean you appreciate it you, you know, for us to read <laughs> it's so funny you say that because i was on chat tonight with someone who was like i'm looking at this listing and i can't seem to click on it to make an offer on it because if you can make an offer on it, it's got a big red button right that says make an offer and he's trying to click on it but it's gray and says sold and i'm like well that's because it's sold so i think that's where <laughs> that smell vision might have helped if it was like <laughs> do not touch yeah, move on <laughs> So like, you know, from reading articles online and you guys have, I believe you guys haven't been into, we talked before the show started, you guys haven't been into the resort per se, but you've been around it. You've seen it, you know, with your own two eyes. Um, have your guys' opinions changed since of the resort and possibly what the, even with the resale restrictions, have your opinions changed of what's going to be moving forward with this resort? Do you think that like, it's, wow, it's nicer than I thought. The Skyliner's pretty cool. Even with those resale restrictions, I think it's still going to sell or it's going to you know, sell better. What, what are your guys overall after seeing the final product right now? Yeah, I personally can't wait to stay there. So even though I said I you know, don't like it because it seems, takes me out of that Disney bubble, I personally can't wait to stay there. So I log in again as a I member. I've been trying to book a reservation for dinner for a really long time. I've been trying to book. <laughs> I, I even went online today going, okay, is there anything available? Because I'll book like last minute because we live right down the street. I'm like, is there anything available in May or June or something? I just want to snag just one night. So I can't wait to go. And again, I've had a lot of friends 
that have stayed there. I've had some members of mine that have stayed there and, you know, they all had a great experience, you know, and loved it. And I think that's what I'm kind of hoping that it really does even for everybody, for the direct sales and also for the resales, I hope it is truly an amazing resort because if it is, it needs to be that destination resort. You What's know? funny is um, Disney, ironically enough, especially when you get into the, the deluxe category, I have a friend who works for the Club 33. She's one of like the concierge people at Club 33. And so she was saying, and I, I totally see it, is that the biggest thing when it comes to deluxe resorts is the fact that there's places like the Four Seasons or the Ritz that are nearby and they're like going above and beyond oh, yeah. for Disney guests to try to entice them to stay there. So I think Disney's kind of realized like when it comes to newer resorts, their biggest competition is places like the Four Seasons. So I think that's a lot of what they put into this resort. But you've stayed at the Four Seasons last year. Right. And you said it was like it's spectacular. amazing. Yeah. Um, but this is a Disney show, so I won't talk anymore about that. Um, so, But I think what I you can really see that in Riviera is that Disney kind of stepped up their game and more of like that hotel style. And I think a lot of what you guys were saying too about like having multiple restaurants, not only just like fast service, but also like lounges and places to dine. I think they really focused on that. So I think that's what they did a really good job of. And they're going to, that's what their goal is to compete with. And like Derek said, they're not necessarily fully reaching out for like the pixie dust club so it's not overly disney in any way yeah. it's not overly magical it's quite bland in those senses but it's very elegant so that's kind of like the give and take with it um i think what's happening a lot and what we're seeing a lot of is the contract in terms of purchasing is not being explained fully for new buyers. So we are getting a lot of people who like call us and they're shocked because they're like, I didn't know if I had to resell, there was this many restrictions. I think that is very kind of underlying in terms of like the contract and the explanation. So I would be very, very interested. I would say probably give it another six months because I don't think enough people have like picked up to that. So I think that'll be the most surprising thing in six months, but I do think it turned out very well and very elegant. And I think because of the contract too, with the with the resale thing, it's kind of gave Riviera a black eye before it even. Right. Yes, hundred percent. For the people who've done their research, for sure. Hundred percent. And I've personally been back and forth on it. I was personally kind of negative. I was like, ah, eh, Riviera, like whatever. Then I went. I saw my wife. I took the DVC tour at Saratoga one day. We were on like our, our vacation. We're just like, let's just go. We're here. Let's just yeah. let's, let's just go and take a look. And I was like, oh my god, this looks amazing. Then I rode the skyline. I was like, wow, like I really want, you know. So I got re-excited about it. So it's like it's like it had a black eye before, you know. It's like it was like you're judging the book by its cover before even reading it. Right. And so I'm really hoping that. Then they know, saw your black eye, and then they put a little bit of ice on it, and then they showed you the rooms, and then they put you on a magical skyliner. And next thing you know, you're going, "How much is the down payment?" How many, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like how many points can I afford? You know, like. And, but yeah, that's what I think, you know, and I'm really hoping, and my wife and I, you know, we don't have any children and we are very into the dining and the lounges and having nice dinners. Like we love California grill. We love Toledo. We love Citrico's. We like the nicer dining experiences. We, the thing that we do is we save our money to have nice dining. I mean, I don't mind mm -hmm. dropping money on a great dinner because that's what we enjoy doing at Walt Disney World. So I'm happy to see that Riviera 
you know, I don't have any current reservations for this trip. So it's going to be kind of, maybe we can grab something last minute. I doubt that's going to happen, but you never know. But, uh, Just don't try to park there without a reservation. I, <laughs> I, know, right? like I swear we have a reservation. That sounds like a story you may want to tell, Marissa. I don't yeah. Know. So, well, I'm knowing I was coming on this podcast today. Um, it's, a, it's a friendly tip for your audience. <laughs> right. Um, also, I had my in-laws in town, and I was like, I'm going to show you guys the newest Disney resort. Um, so my husband was driving, so we drove up to Riviera this afternoon, and I told my husband, well, because we're DVC members, and I said, just say, like we've always said, we're going to go see the new models, and they've never said anything about it. And again, I've worked for Disney for many years and this isn't an issue. Um, apparently you need to have an official reservation with your official guide. If you would like to park in there. Um, I found out from a good friend who was working there that same day. She said that it, the parking is actually crazy and tight and they have no room. Um, but we definitely, we got turned away. So I didn't get to go in and view the model rooms. Um, I embarrassed my husband in front of his family and it's their loss because <laughs> it you, was, you might it have was added a shame on. drive all the way home. You might have added on points. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you I never know. They're lost. <laughs> Whatever. I just love how a brand new resort is already tight on parking. <laughs> like they said, she said it's insane. Like, um, for a lot of their meet and greets that they're doing with DVC for any sort of like the sales team, they have to park at Epcot and Skyline over. So yeah, parking, good luck. Um, wow. <laughs> that sounds like it's uh, maybe done on purpose. Like, oh, we'll just take the Skyline uh, right into the resort. I think so. <laughs> because, because if I'm not mistaken, like they had the, I guess they probably have model or a model or two at the resort as well, besides being at Saratoga, because it's like, listen, we have the resort's open. Let's go take a look at it. Yeah. They have a whole setup there. Well, actually, so they had, um, Disney has always had sales centers at each of their deluxe resorts and they've kind of like ebbed and flowed. So they'll have them at like Boardwalk and Animal Kingdom, Grand Floridian. So they've changed them throughout the years, but they usually have about like five, what they call offsites. Um, they're actually closing them all down. So they only have Saratoga Springs and Riviera. So I think they're really trying to encourage any DVC members. If you're doing like add-ons or you're looking to buy DVC, <laughs> go to Saratoga. Right. They're, they're, I think they're trying to discourage going to the other deluxe resorts. And I think that's just Disney and <laughs> it's full. And there's a lot of people there lately. Because they're going to show you the rooms for Alani and right. Riviera. Right. Those are the models that you're going to see when you go to Saratoga. The models you're going to see when you go to Riviera are going to be the Riviera. So I I, I don't think it's actually that kind of a crazy decision because they probably have a lot of people that go to, say, if there was an offsite at, you know, the Polynesian. Oh, my gosh, we love it here. Right. And we want to add on points here. How much are they? Oh, they're $245 a point. Oh, Marissa had them for like $150. Maybe I'll go buy them for Marissa. <laughs> The one thing I can understand, and you, you guys just touched on this that's closing, but Derek, you've been an owner at Boardwalk for how many years? Since 1990 something? 1999. 1999. Why is there a preview set of the Boardwalk rooms at Boardwalk still <laughs> open when it's the well, contract you know is almost half gone? Managers are saying too. It's since crazy. Closing that, down. that thing has been there forever. And it's been through literally periods of transitions that I know where sometimes they literally would just have, <clears throat> excuse me, what they call um, ASAs, which are advanced sales associates, which for those folks who are wondering, those are the folks that you always see at all the DVC kiosks that are in, in the parks, right? So their job is to get you excited about DVC and talk to you about it and then get you to sign up for a tour where you can actually go meet a Disney Vacation Club guide who will give you all those details. So that little place at the boardwalk 
um, has been there forever. And normally it's been staffed with just an ASA, which is just someone there. So when guests walk through, you know, kind of say, oh, would you like more information? Well, I could set you up on tour. Uh, but I think it was a few years ago, they actually put guides there. So you could actually go and there was a one bedroom right next door. So for families that walked in there uh, and wanted more information right away, well, you could come right next door and here's a vacation club guide who's got all the prices and happy to walk you through all those details. I just always thought just as an owner and someone that loves the boardwalk that I just wouldn't want to be working that preview center at like after a night of people at Jelly Rolls and walking around that's probably not your best clientele <laughs> late at night that want to see a, a Disney <laughs> Vacation Club timeshare. But yeah, it was those preview centers were a great idea. I mean, they were a fantastic way to get folks because again, when you work direct, the biggest thing you have is people, well, I don't have the time, right? I don't have the time to learn about it. As great as this club sounds, I don't have the time to learn about it. So what they did and what I actually started my DVC career was in Chicago where we had a whole entire preview center and we had the animal kingdom rooms, one bedroom, two bedroom studios in the biggest mall in the Midwest. And so we did that back in 2007 and we did it for five years and we were incredibly successful because we had folks that say, you know what? I never wanted to take the time at Disney because I was on vacation. So maybe I'm going to look to see what this club is. So I think that's always been the biggest roadblock for Disney for folks buying direct is always time you know i don't want to take time for my vacation so they'll give you time back in the forms of fast passes and all that kind of stuff and i think that's why marissa and i after doing that for for so long is we just love to give people all the time <laughs> that they need here we always stress to them research is key <laughs> don't are, buy this today you are like, under no pressure first. to buy this. the only pressure <laughs> you're going to have is if you see a listing that you like, you know what? It can be sold out from you at any time. Because again, 80% of our stuff sells in seven days or less. So that's the only pressure we give people. But we love being able to tell, listen, research is key. Take your time. Make sure the club is going to work for you. Make sure you pick the right resort that's going to work for you. And at the end of the day, we love being able to tell someone, listen, if it makes more sense for you to buy direct, buy direct. We've got great friends that work there. We're happy to refer you to them to go and buy direct if it makes sense. Like if you say, I love the Riviera, it's fantastic, it's where I wanna stay, then you know what, honestly, we don't have any contracts, so go buy direct. So that's what it comes down to it. Every single family's different, but taking your time, doing your research, uh, that's why we're number one in the world. So we love being able to help folks make the right decision for them. Yeah, it's one of those things you like, like do your research, have the numbers you want to spend, what you're willing to spend, then go in and look like I'm ready to buy. If you nice. are ready to buy, don't go in and be like, oh, I don't know. And then like that contract could be, like you said, sold out from underneath you. And that's that's a bad feeling. Nobody wants to have like that contact, perfect contract. And the next thing you go, you go, you go to click on make an offer and it's sold. <laughs> and in fact, and it's great. Most of the time, yeah, it which is so true because most of the time we honestly, we'll have to tell people, you know what, we always want to double and triple check before they say that they're ready to move forward. And we say that, say, listen, we know it's easy. You're on the computer, you're hitting buttons, you're buying magical Disney timeshare with the click of a button. So we literally almost try to always put the brakes on people saying, are you 100% ready to move forward? You know, we try to take the pixie dust out of the equation and put the real world in there saying, hey, just a reminder, you know, you're making a big purchase. We're happy to help you, but let's make sure that this is right. Are you 100% ready to go before you do contracts and before you do this and that? So, But the cool thing is, like, for so many people, it's a no-brainer. Oh, ah. by the time they get to us, yeah, right. they've already done their Because homework. that's – and that's what we love is, I mean – 
you can't go <clears throat> around Disney these days without seeing Disney Vacation Club. So Disney has done such a good job in the last, I would say, probably five to 10 years of really, and I'm sure you guys have seen it as well, putting those kiosks out there, doing their advertisements, which it's, it makes our life so great because people know what it is and now we can just help them find the home resort that fits the best for them or the price point that works the best. The one, the one thing I want to do, speaking of about, you know, making things work for you and even incentives, uh, you know, I went onto DVC's website, you know, Disney's actual you know club website, and they've got current incentives out there right now for Riviera. What is your guys' thoughts about a brand new resort less than a month being open, already offering some incentives to buy already? Do you think it's just, is that going to become like a normal thing where it doesn't matter? Or? In comparison, like, so if we go back to the only resort that was never offered an incentive, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying initially, is the Grand Floridian, and they didn't need to, right? So nope. that's where I think, like, nothing will compare to the Grand Floridian because it's just kind of, it was a thing in among itself. So they never did, and so they actually tried to do that with Polynesian, and it was probably, what, a year into it? And then Derek and I were on the member cruise where finally we got on the member cruise, and they're like, guys, we're going to give a promotion to the Polynesian, which was really nice because it was had been a long time with no promotions and selling Disney Vacation Club. Um, and then from the Polynesian and that point forward, ever since then, they have offered promotions. Okay, so I mean, it's not something that you know. Yeah. It's it's like it's it's a sign of like, it's super struggling already. Like I mean, oh, obviously no. the sales are probably a little bit slow, but it's not like a, a you know warning distress shooting you know, over the bow of the and boat right now. Like, what they'll do with incentives is they'll do either like a discount incentive or they'll do like a developer points where like if you buy a hundred, they'll give you twenty five. So that's why we, you'll see a lot of times where people own like a random number of points. Mm -hmm. It's because. The promotion was 150 and you get 25 mm -hmm. so they own 175 so they usually will rotate between like and for some people it's more beneficial than others some people want more points for less other people want that discount off the exact points that they know they're going to use so usually that's the rotation but yeah it's very very normal for there to be at least some sort of promotion and my one final thought for you guys is uh maintenance at eight dollars and 31 cents a point kind of high <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are your th what are your thoughts about that? It might and, be like and, and I, I mean, one more thing. I've heard and Jeff. I don't know if you told us this in our chat or not. Uh, supposedly, and if I'm wrong, I apologize about this. Is maintenance from Riviera going to help maintain the Skyliner? So they so within the dues is the transportation. So whether that's buses, monorail. Skyliner, I'm sure it is in there. To be honest with you, I don't. I, I haven't seen the contract. I contracts. haven't seen the contract, so no, I but haven't seen that. But when we did, when I did my training with Disney, I remember we went into a lot of depth with contracts. And part of the dues in everyone's dues, we called it the BMW buses, monorail, and yeah. water taxis. Okay. So that that's covered in every resort. So I wouldn't be surprised. Now I don't know if they take that in terms of all transportation and net it across all the resorts or if specifically like Riviera is going to take the brunt for that, that I don't know for sure, but I'm certain that within one or all the resorts that the cost of the Skyliner is absorbed in there. Um, I, the shocking, like in terms of like dues price Copper Creek, when they first came out, they had the highest yeah, dues and that crazy. was a shock. And then they've seen like a decrease one year and then they've maintained in terms of like increase because it's a newer resort, you see less maintenance needed. So that, that's maintained and now it's sticking like right in the middle. So we'll probably see that with Riviera. They buy really expensive TVs and marble countertops in the <laughs> beginning. So I think they have to cover that and then it kind of like nets itself out. 
And that, that was like that was house. that was my point too. I was like, that's so high for a resort to just open. But I'm like, well, they're probably trying to recoup the cost of like the nice fixtures. And if it, if they are going towards the Skyliner, you know, upfront maintenance on it already. So I'm like, I wonder if it's gonna that's like hold at that. In training, like because when, when I worked for Disney when they launched Copper Creek. And I remember all of us like ran into the manager's office and we're like, what's the deal with the dues? Like, these are crazy. And the manager sat us down and they go, they bought really good TVs. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? No, like that was, that was the sales manager's answers to it. So it's very possible that it's <laughs> nice TVs and possibly the Skyliner. <laughs> and, we, and, we, and we've talked about this. I'm not before. sure if they went towards the beds. But yeah, no, I mean. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Sorry. Was that We're too soon? That. Too soon. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you are going to purchase a contract, like, you know, people, you know, members will tell you like the majority of the money you're going to spend is in your annual maintenance fees, which are due on the 15th for everybody who's a DVC member out there. I need to pay mine, but you know, it's not really the upfront fee. That is a, a bulk of it, but you're going to be paying the bulk of your fees are going to be your maintenance due. So that's why it's a, a pretty important point uh, to keep an eye on is when you're purchasing a contract to keep an eye on what the maintenance is per year per point and the trends if it's gone up three percent a year four percent a year if it's decreased like certain places like you said copper creek went down to one year so it's kind of an mm -hmm. important uh you know thing to keep an eye on so it's a huge thing to keep an eye on because there's probably a conversation we have 800 times a day or folks that come online and they're looking around going hey so I can buy Vero Beach points, right? And I could use them at any of the ones in Walt Disney World. And then when you explain and say, well, yeah, but keep this in mind, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, your dues are $12 per point, <laughs> which are by far the which highest ones. is why there's that love for Saratoga Springs, which is the bread and butter, right? So it's great entry price, great dues. And then Bay Lake Tower, if you want the prime location, Bay Lake Tower historically yep. always has the lowest dues. So you pay a little more for prime location, but your dues, again, it'll even out through the year. So those are kind of the two, if you're looking for best bang for your buck, those are the two to highlight. Always, because people always see value in different ways. You know, some people see value in dues, like Marissa said, some people see value in a super low price per point. Other people don't care. Other people see value in saying, I don't care that the beach club expires in 2042. I Derek, it. I want it, because I want to know that I can get in there and stay there every single trip for the next 20 plus years. I don't want to own something else, and then at seven months, Months, wake up in a cold sweat, crossing my fingers, crossing my toes, hoping I can get into the beach club and I'm going to be super bummed if I don't. So every family's different and people see value in different ways. And that's what's great about us is you can always reach out to us and we're happy to kind of figure out which is your, uh, what resort's going to fit best in your wheelhouse per se. And I think it's a, this uh, new resort, this Riviera resort is going to be pretty exciting. I think uh, it's got a lot to offer. I think besides the, you know, the little bit of the resale you know, headache that's coming along with it. Who knows? It might change down the line. You never know. Uh, Disney likes to change the rules here and there. I mean, I don't know if they could legally do that or not. I don't know, but um, <laughs> it's got, let's say it's got great restaurants. It looks like it's got a, a plethora of activities. I'm looking on, on their website right now. Uh, fantastic resort merchandise, which I'm a big fan of. I, I don't think Disney puts enough into their resort merch. I think they would, I've been preaching that for years. Oh my God. Tell you me. Know. I mean, I don't know whoever's running the contemporary, but there's like no contemporary merchandise at all. But, but Riviera has got great merchandise out there. They got plethora of activities. Like I said, um, you know, you got the Skyliner, you've got, um, you know, the bus service there, minivans, you're close to Epcot, you know, you're not too far from the studios. So I think, uh, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, from the DVC side, if attitudes change and, uh, how the resales go on your, your guys side of the house. And, uh, you know, maybe looking back on it a year from now, a 150 resale, who knows, they might be selling at 180. who knows this place might be the best thing ever. So it'll be, uh, it'll be exciting to see, uh, 
you know, how this uh, turns out. I'm excited to see it this weekend. I'm excited to tell all of our audience here uh, what my thoughts are on it. Uh, Jeff, do you have anything else to add uh, from your experiences there? Anything that we've discussed on the DVC side of the house or anything uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I, the only thing I was going to kind of partially say was uh, the one thing that might have made me consider adding on uh, Riviera was the uh, the potential of the the two bedroom um, whatever they're called lock offs <laughs> yeah lock offs um, not two bedroom sorry the the two person um, oh the tower suites tower suites um, and then now that tower I've studios. seen enough I've seen a lot of the negative reviews of them it, it kind of uh, soured me on that but I've seen enough pa- positive reviews of the one and two bedrooms that uh, might still persuade me to want to stay there someday but. Um, but anyway, it was an exciting idea, but I guess a lot of people were turned off about the tower suites anyway. I've been told they were, I've been read online that they look, they've been really, really small. Um, yeah. So I guess you need to know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of of like flying a budget airline. You know, if you're you're paying a low, low cost airline, you know, you need to know what you're getting into before you book the fare. Carry on luggage. Uh, Exactly. So. And that's, again, where that research kind of comes in key. So all, all, all the folks kind of learning about the club, and I'm sure as a vacation club guide, they're going to spiel the heck out of those rooms, right? Because they're going to say, look how low the points are. Look how long you could stay here if you only buy 100 points, right, at the Riviera. You could stay here for blah, blah, blah. Do your research. Find out exactly how many rooms that there are, right? Like what are the odds of actually getting one of those tower room, you know, do you truly have to book, you know, 11 months out to the day to the minute to get one of those? Uh, again, that's where research is, is key. We hear from a lot of people too that say, you know, I bought Copper Creek, man. I even at 11 months, I can't even get a studio because they don't have a lot of studios at Copper yeah. Creek, you right. know. So, do your research. Do your research. So, uh, besides uh, Derek talking about research, Mercy, do you have anything else you'd like to add tonight to uh, our conversation? I hope I can park there one day. Um, no. <laughs> Marissa, if you could dream it, you could do it, all right? Yeah, I know, right? Dream it, do it. I said when I applied to dance in the Disney parade. Um, <laughs> no, I am super excited to be back on the show, so thank you for having us. And, yeah, like Derek said, and the cool thing is, like we said earlier, we're here to help. So if you have random questions at all, we see this and do this every day. So feel free to reach out. It's really easy to find us. Um, I don't it know doesn't mean you have to buy because you have a question. Oh, well, <laughs> it might in Derek's scenario, but with me, I'm happy just to chat. Um, oh, <laughs> no, um, you can reach us directly. It's really easy to reach us. Like you said, our website is dvcresellmarket.com. Um, but if you want to reach out to us directly, you can reach me at Marissa. It's just my name, M-A-R-I-S-S-A at dvcresellmarket.com and Derek they can reach out to you too D-E-R-R-I-C no I'm kidding I'm kidding Derek is D-E-R-E-K at dvcresellmarket.com just (laughs) mention the Mickey dudes because we love to give credit yes put that in the comments yes please please do because again we love to give feedback to these guys and let them know hey this awesome family joined it was thanks to you which is really cool in the end of the day so even if you're putting an offer in mention Mickey dudes and then you can email Derek or myself and we'll work we'll both work with you to help you out answer any questions you have that's awesome. We love having you guys on the show. And again, we appreciate you guys uh, you know, being a sponsor of the show and supporting us and letting us uh, do what we love to do, which is talk about Disney. And without your guys and the company's support, uh, it wouldn't be possible. So we thank you guys, you know, not only for coming on the show, but for supporting us for, for so long. Uh, we really do sincerely appreciate it. Um, Jeff, uh, before we sign off here, where can uh, everybody find you at? 
Oh, on Twitter, I'm, I'm BrainDud92, and just plain old BrainDu, B-R-A-I-N-D-E-W, on Instagram. All right, and I never get our social media right, social media sites right. I can't even talk tonight, but you can find us on Instagram at the Mickey Dude. Just search us. You'll see our logo, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're all over the place there. Uh, you can find me at Joe Quat on Twitter, Instagram. I might even activate my Facebook. Jeff, remember I was talking about that, so I might be back <laughs> on the book. Who knows? I'll be down in Walt Disney World this weekend, so if you're down there, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, and also, you can also find me over at the DVC Roundtable Show at ResortLoop.com. So looking to talk some more Riviera over there as well. And uh, on behalf of all the Mickey dudes and Derek and Marissa and everybody at DVCResaleMarket.com and Jeff, uh, thank you guys for coming on the show tonight and listening for us. And uh, have a great evening. Thanks for having And we'll see you at the finish line at that race, Joe. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> have a beer ready for me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having us, guys. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.